Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host, and I've got a special episode in the works for you all today. I'm here with Jaron Carmen. He's actually a fellow podcast host. If you haven't <laughs> heard of it, y'all should go listen to the Mission Prep podcast. That's Jaron's podcast. So yeah, if you're getting ready for a mission, that's uh, that's your stuff. Go check it out. Give it a listen. Comment below with your thoughts. Um, well, we're also going to tag him in the posts and probably be collaborators on the Instagram post. So go follow him as well. But uh, Jaron, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing super good. I'm glad you reached out to me and given me this opportunity to be able to connect with you and uh, get to know you and kind of what you do and also help each other, I guess, reach a broader audience because I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we really want to do. We want to be able to help as many, well, for me, like my, my podcast is a lot about helping missionaries prepare for their mission, right. hence the mission prep podcast. Um, but yeah, we want to try to reach as broad of it as an audience as we can and help as any, anybody that we can that's preparing to serve a mission. Cause it's a really big step. It's a huge step to be taking in your life. So yeah, I'm just glad really. to be here. Super glad to be here. St- super stoked. Yeah, of course. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, but yeah, the overarching goal really is just to bring people to Christ, you know, whether Absolutely. that's, you know through whatever podcast it is whatever book it is it's all just kind of going back to the same overarching goal and so it's always good to to get the word out but Jaron I wanted to start off with just your story and specifically your experience um as you were preparing for a mission what I guess what led you to decide to serve or what was your why in going to serve I absolutely love that question. Um, that's actually an episode. I've done an episode kind of about that, like knowing why you're serving a mission. That was the very first episode I did. Um, and for me, the decision was there from a very young age. So I grew up in the church um, and I had always been a part of it. And it has always been something that serving a mission has always been something that I just knew that I was going to do from a year, very, very young age. And as I got older and as, you know, it all kind of started becoming more real to me. I mean, I remember on my 17th birthday, I was thinking it's, I'm going to be on my mission the same amount of time as it will be between this, this point in time in my life and to the point where I leave. <laughs> um, and that was a really crazy thought. And that's kind of what really woke me up a little bit and kind of shook me. Um, but when, as things started getting closer I had kind of started experiencing, I think, as a lot of preparing missionaries do, going through this really, I mean, I don't know what word to use for it, but I guess this amazing repentance process. I mean, repentance is always something that I've always really tried to do as I was growing up and got older. But when you're younger, you don't really know how to repent very well. Um, Maybe you don't know some of the things that you even need to repent of. And so as I started getting older and, and understanding what repentance was, understanding what daily repentance was and how it brought me closer to Christ, just changing my own life, um, I gained a strong testimony 
of that. And that is kind of really what made me want to be able to go out and to help other people kind of experience that same thing. Because as you said, like at the end of the day, the goal of my repentance, the goal of me trying to be a better person was to become more like Christ, to be closer to him. And, you know, going through that myself kind of helped me figure out, okay, well, I can go out and help other people do this as a missionary. And at the core of it, that's really what I'm helping other people do. Um, and so that kind of became, that be kind of became my why for me um, when I was going is simply because like I, I got really good at repenting, um, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, it kind of just got me stoked to be able to help other people experience that. And it just experiences the overwhelming peace of knowing that like, no matter what you do, no matter how bad of a person you may be or may have been, like, it doesn't matter because of Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter. And what I learned through all that was that he is so forgiving and he's just so, so good, so quick to just bless you as soon as you turn to him. And that's such an amazing experience. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to give that to other people. That's really powerful. And, and I liked that you mentioned kind of towards the end there where you really came to know Christ. You really kind of came to understand the character of Christ. And I, I think a lot of times we think of him, you know, turning outward, but I think it's a lot more than that. Obviously, you know, he does turn outward and he did turn outward, but it's a lot more than that. And he enables us to, to repent and which is really just change. Right. I mean, and you, you really touched on that. Just, just that repentance is just changing i mean if 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 we're not repenting or not changing every day then we're not we're not living up to our our purpose as not even just as missionaries but but as people just here on earth you know during this time it's it's our the goal is to change to until we become perfect which won't happen in this life so if we're not changing we're not uh, not living up to the purpose but um, I really do appreciate you sharing your story. I think that's really powerful. Um, but I wanted to jump in actually to the story behind your podcast and kind of <laughs> the events that ensued leading up to to that beginning there. Goodness gracious. Okay. Yeah. So um, let's see. So after I had gotten back from my mission, which was nine years ago now, I've been home for a while. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, but after I got back from my mission and I know a lot of return missionaries experiences, I started kind of falling into this trap of returning to pornography. Mm -hmm. So that was something that I had struggled with when I was preparing for my mission. Um, luckily, like when I was on my mission, like it was not an issue at all, which was a miracle of it in and of itself. But then I got home and it's, you know, you know, how these stories go. It's kind of something that happens with a lot of missionaries, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, after like a couple of years of trying to go up about that on my own, I discovered, I don't know if you know about life-changing services. So they have this program essentially where it's kind of like this group therapy thing. Um, and so I started going to that and it was amazing. Um, and one of the things that they really, 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 um, kind of teach you about there about, I guess this whole process of recovery and just of overcoming this bad habit or really any bad habit, um, is 
kind of finding like what your purpose in life is, like what your talents are and how you can kind of use those talents to essentially make this world a better place, how you can use those talents to bless the lives of other, of, of other people. And, and so they, they have this idea of passion projects there, but they really teach a lot about, um, and essentially it's, it's, again, it's just like a project that you kind of come up with, um, that, and this isn't solely for like the purpose of just like overcoming pornography. It's just being able to know how to use your body's, I guess, energy and kind of redirect it. Like as a, like a dam has you, you dam up some water, for example, and you have all this energy that gets built up and built up and built up. Mm -hmm. And what a dam does is, you know, it harnesses that energy and directs it to useful purposes. And so at first that's kind of what passion projects had become for me. So like, I kind of started like just writing some stuff like blogging. Cause for me, like, I feel like my talents or my gifts or my abilities, like I love learning things about the gospel and I love teaching the gospel. Like that's like, I want to do that for a living, like somehow. Um, and so eventually like, I got like, I was blogging and I was just writing all this stuff and that just became so time consuming for some reason. It was just really hard. I'm not like a super great writer. Um, and then the idea of a podcast, doing a podcast kind of came along, which was crazy because I remember just a couple of years ago, I, I thought never in a million years would I ever do a podcast because I wouldn't even, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not, I don't like the sound of my own voice. Just like me going back and like editing my stuff. It's kind of, to me, it's, it's, I cringe a little bit, <laughs> but I can, I can resonate with that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you can. So, yeah. And, and so that's, that's kind of how it started. I wanted, I wanted to, I, they just kind of implanted this, my, my therapist kind of just implanted this idea in my head of doing a passion project. And that's, and that's kind of what I landed on was, was the podcast. Um, and so I started, that's why I started the podcast and like, ever since I've started it, like the reasons have kind of changed for like why I keep doing it. Cause at first it was kind of like, well, I'm, I mean, of course I wanted to, um, be able to reach out to others, be able to help preparing missionaries. Like that's why I'm, you know, that's why I'm specifically doing this podcast. Right. But at the same time, there's a lot of reasons about it being, you know, for me, like I, I wanted to be come, you know, just, better a better person i wanted to be able to i guess redirect this sexual energy or whatever it was that i was using on pornography mm -hmm. towards creating something useful and helping other people along the way um and so that's kind of what the story has been behind it um and i am not ashamed of that at all like i'll i i don't shout it from the rooftops that i like i've struggled with pornography but it's something that i'm so open and willing to talk about because I know a lot of people do and I want to be able to put myself in a position where like I can actually help other people to overcome that because there's a lot of shame. There's so much shame just surrounding that. Um, and it's, it's kind of a sad thing. And I want to just break that barrier because it, it is a huge barrier for a lot of preparing missionaries and missionaries and return missionaries for sure. So, yeah, no. And I think, you know, not that we need to talk about it all the time, but I think it's important to, to have it out there, you know, so that those growing up realize like, Hey, if, if this, if you do come across this or this does happen, like, like just, you know, you have someone to talk to, you know what yeah, I mean? And, I, and I, I never had that. Like that yeah. was, 
I, it was just like, I had my Bishop sure. <laughs> but like, it was something that people, people still are kind of learning how to talk about it and how to go about, you know, helping people with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I think there's a lot of strength in what you're doing and, and the fact that you're, you know, you, you're not necessarily proud of it, but you own it. You know, you, you realize, yes, this was who I was, but it's mm -hmm. not who I am. And it's not who I'm becoming. And I, I think that's just powerful. And I really like actually that, that term passion project. I think that's, that's so cool because, you know, you think about what we need and, you know, what Paul, you know, we've been learning about Paul and come follow me recently, mm -hmm. and just the passion that Paul had for Christ and for everything that he went through to be able to remain faithful through all that was just like, holy cow, like this guy, this guy, he's like, a stud. Yeah. He was a man <laughs> <laughs> seriously. But, um, yeah. but I just love that. Just the, just the term passion, because I think that's what, that's what God really wants. You know, I think God, well, if we look at the scriptures, we look at Alma the younger who was passionately against the church and then we look at <laughs> Paul, who was Saul, who was also passionately against the church. God saw who they could become. He saw the passion they had, and he knew that he could turn that around. And so, you know, I, I, we've, and we've all experienced a similar situation, obviously much different, right? And most of us aren't going to go adamantly against the church, but, you know, we, most of us also have a past in one way or another. And it's just amazing. The power of repentance, kind of like you were talking about in the beginning, how, you know, God takes who we are and he makes us into a better version of ourselves. So he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't want us to, to hammer out of ourselves, who we are, or our personality and all that, but he wants us to, to become a better version of it. Well, and that's something that I've, I've kind of recognized throughout, you know, this whole process of becoming somebody better it's that and and kind of how you pointed out like we god gave us our passions he gave us our emotions he gave us our senses because that's what makes us who we are and that's what you know helps drive us to become like god i believe like god is passionate he's a passionate being 100%. um you know mel gibson's passion of the christ like i i love that word too just the word passion is it's a really, really deep word. And when I try to think about Christ, just being a passionate person, like he, he experienced intense emotions, you know, both good and bad. And like, he was, he was, a he was a man, like just how like we are. Mm -hmm. um, and he was able to kind of demonstrate like, this is, this is what you can do with this. Like you guys all have this um, and you can choose to do something useful with it. Like I've given you these things for a reason um, and they're super important. And because of that, you, like, you can do amazing things. Like they're really your superpowers. Like that's how I look at it. He kind of gives us these superpowers and like, you know, someone that first gets like, look, think about some kind of like movie where someone's discovering they have like some kind of superpower and they're all awkward with how they use it. They don't know how to use it. And they're like messing everything up and everything. <laughs> um, but eventually like they kind of figure out how to like actually take their strengths or whatever the superpowers are and, and to make it into something that is really useful to help other people. And I think in the same way, like we all are kind of learning how to do that with whatever our passions are. 
you know, we all have like anger. We all, you know, we have sexual desires. We all have this really intense emotions that we have to kind of learn how to um, use properly, so to say. Um, and I think every one of those things has their place and you need to figure out like, how's that going to help you, you know, make the world a better place? How's that going to help you serve other people and also develop your own character? Yeah, well, that goes back to, I mean, just what you're talking about really just goes back to Alma 38 when he talks about um, bridling your passion, you know, as that's, that's mm-hmm. what was kind of coming to my mind as you were talking. I was like, yeah, it's just talking about bridling passions because, you know, God doesn't say to get rid of it, right? He just says, you know, bridle it, control it, make sure it's just like, you know, in the, uh, <laughs> in, in Star Wars, you know, you can't use the force if you're, you're all over the place. If you're all over the place, your emotions are up and down, you can't control your emotions. Well, then you're a Sith. <laughs> yep. But, you know, to be a Jedi, it's another story. You got to control, you know, you got to be calm. You got to be collected. And that's, you know, in a sense, what, what God wants us to do with our passions. He wants Absolutely. us to be focused on, on him and on, you know, furthering his, his kingdom. So, but, um, but Jaren, before we jumped on here, we were talking about uh, three different things that people can do um, to prepare for a mission. And briefly, before we sign off here, I wanted to just go into those just a little bit here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you talked about the first one being to have a testimony. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like kind of a no brainer, but when you really think about it, there's a lot of missionaries that go out and they, they, um, they discover that they didn't really have the testimony that they thought they had. Maybe that I was one of those missionaries. Hmm. Um, and so for me, like I kind of had to rebuild my testimony on my mission and that was a really, it was, it was a, it was the greatest blessing that I could have gotten on my mission. But at the same time, like I wish I would have been in a better position before my mission um, with where my testimony was at. I think I would have been able to have helped people more at the, you know, the early, early times in my mission. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah. First thing, just know, know how to gain a testimony. And, and, and the thing is like testimony doesn't necessarily mean to need that you or need to mean that like, you know, something, um, if you, if you believe like, I think that is like, that's something that will help propel you into having this sure, like knowledge of certain things about the gospel. Like, I think having a belief is certainly enough um, and it's heading in the right direction and that will help you get a testimony. So, yeah, no, I agree. And I think a lot of times it's easy to get uh, caught up in, oh, I don't know enough, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. have knowledge, but yeah, I think this just number one here just kind of goes back to the simple, the basic, the most important in many ways, at least what gives most the most power to your teaching is personal conviction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so I think that's great. And then another thing that gives power to your teaching leads us to number two. And that was knowing how to recognize the spirit. Yes. Okay. Another thing when I got out of my mission, like, I I'd, I had a lot of experiences before my mission where I'd, I'd felt the spirit and it was like kind of unmistakable, but I hadn't really gotten very good at like noticing the very still small voice, if that makes sense. Cause sometimes the spirit can really shake you awake. 
Um, and those, those times are really easy to recognize, but, um, as a new missionary, that's something that I really had to learn and to get really good at as well was knowing how to recognize when the spirit is speaking softly, because that's 99% of the time, um, spirit speaking really softly, really quietly. And you, you have to know how the spirit speaks to you. Um, and so that's super, obviously super cru- crucial as a missionary, and it really ties in as well with like helping you know how to gain a testimony, helping you have a testimony because you may have a testimony, but you need those re- reassurances um, and additional witnesses throughout the rest of your life. It's kind of like you have to keep that fire going. You have to keep that flame lit. So like if you have a testimony, but you, you don't really know how to recognize the spirit, um, that's, you know, it's kind of not, a, not a very great place to be. And so that's another, I think, key thing to preparing for preparing missionaries to be able to, to know how to do is to recognize the small, the simple ways that the spirit speaks to your heart. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that most of the time it's a still small voice. Most of the time it's not going to slap you outside the head and say, Hey, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. You know, most of the time it is just the small little things. And, and I like that you also touched on the fact that you know, we need those experiences regularly. We need those spiritual experiences. We need to recognize the spirit. And, you know, I have friends that, and I'm sure you do too, friends that now have, have left the church and they're like, yeah, I, I never knew Joseph Smith was a prophet. I never actually believed in the book of Mormon. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. I don't, I don't believe that. A you bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was some point when you did, you just forgot that you did. And forgot that you still do because you haven't been doing the small and simple things on a regular basis. You know, you haven't been having these spiritual experiences. You haven't been recognizing the spirit as still and small as it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think that's so important, you know, and obviously these are, we're talking about preparing for a mission, but really, you know, it's just, it's just preparing for life. <laughs> exactly. So, and the third thing you mentioned was having a solid relationship, a strong relationship with heavenly father. Yep. So, um, what I realized when, so when I was on my mission, like God became a real person to me, I think before my mission, he might've just been, I don't know, he might've been just like a a happy thought. Mm -hmm. Um, so to say, but when I came, when on my mission, I really got to know, you said this earlier, this phrase earlier, like the character of Christ. I absolutely love that phrase because it, again, it paints, it paints him as a human being. Of course, like he is God, but like he came here and lived as a man. Um, and so knowing him is for me is kind of what helped me to know more about myself. Like hmm. w- the more I learned about God, the more I knew who I was and like not only who I was as a child of God, but like the more I knew about my own personality the more I knew about my own strengths and weaknesses, it was kind of like, and I, I see a lot of people like trying to figure out who they are and trying to, you know, they go on these journeys to try to figure out who they are or whatever. And I just like, I kind of chuckle inside. I, and I, I'm like, if you really, really, really want to know exactly who you are, um, know who God is. Cause he'll tell you, he knows you better than you know yourself. Okay. Um, and so that was something that was, I think that is really, really important. I think for preparing missionaries are obviously 
people that are already on their mission um, is having a solid relationship with God and actually knowing him, knowing his character, uh, knowing just who he is and just being able to rely on him. Um, it's just, I don't know, when you make him your best friend, like nothing else matters. And you'll, I mean, everybody, I mean, most missionaries come to discover that. And it's really, really an awesome thing to be able to feel and to experience like having this, um, just a relationship, just like how you would with another person with God, the creator of the universe. It's crazy to think about, but it's something that you can have. I love that. And I, and I think it gives a lot of perspective, right? When we have that relationship with God, we realize I think it's just a lot easier to have that eternal perspective and, you know, Hey, if your friends are going to throw you under the bus, like you still got one friend that's never going to really do that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And and I think that's really cool. And, and I mean, all these are really kind of intertwined these, all these three, you know, having a testimony, recognizing the spirit and having that solid relationship with God, because if you're having these spiritual experiences regularly, you're going to know (laughs) that the Holy ghost is real. You're going to know that God is real, that he speaks and that, you know, if you're most of the time in order to have these spiritual experiences, we got to be doing the the little things, right. You know, praying, reading the scriptures, studying the scriptures rather, and, you know, just turning out. Good work. correction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you can read a whole page and then get realize. nothing from it. Exactly. Yeah. Realize, yeah, I, I have no idea what, what I just read, you know, yeah. this depends, you know, you can either, you have different experiences, right but uh but jaren it's been a pleasure chatting with you on the podcast today any final thoughts before we sign off no i just the the only thing that i would have to say is that guys serving a mission is the best thing that you can do for your life um it's important to remember you're going out there and it's you're serving other people and you're there to bring other people to christ but your mission does so much for you um and the greatest thing it's going to do for you is, is really helping you to have that relationship with God that you can continue building throughout the rest of your life. It's a really good jump start to actual life. And I honestly don't, I don't even want to know where I would be if I hadn't served a mission. Um, it was so, so, so good for me. And it's just the most amazing experience that I've ever been on It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, crossing my fingers, it hopefully would be the hardest thing that I will have ever done you know, in my life or will ever do. Um, but that's, that's just that that's the last thing I've got to say is just serving a mission is amazing. Sharing the gospel is amazing. Helping to bring that light to other people is just the most amazing thing that you can experience. Really. It truly is. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Jaron, it's been a pleasure. Everyone that's listening, go listen to uh, the mission prep podcast, put this on pause come back later (laughs) Um, and and go follow him as well. We'll put the information in the description below. So check it out.